Good morning. Yes. We get to celebrate baptisms today. Three individuals who have uh, obediently taken the step of wanting to enter into the waters of baptism, wanting to be taken down into the water and brought up out of the water, and the blessing of what that is today. And so these three individuals, three children of God, ready to come, as Jim said, into the water. And uh, so that's what we're going to do today. And so first I'd like to introduce uh, Lindsay Cummings to come share her testimony of faith. Good morning. My name is Lindsay. I was brought up in a Christian family. Christ was a part of my life for as long as I can remember. Although there were certainly times that I strayed away from my faith growing up, I always felt Christ pulling me back to him. God has blessed me with a wonderful and supportive husband. We have three beautiful children and have been attending Calvary for over three years. I was baptized uh, as a child, but I have felt God calling me over the years to be baptized as an adult. I was raised in the Catholic faith, attended Catholic school, and was confirmed in the Catholic faith in high school. Looking back, I have to admit that I did not fully understand, nor did I take those sacraments very seriously at the time. I was going through the motions rather than taking those moments to reflect on my actions and deepen my relationship with Christ. Christ is now and will always be the center of my life, my foundation, and my rock, and for those reasons, I want to be baptized today. A verse that's important to me is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Lindsay, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? I do. And do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to Christ and Christ alone? I do. Because of your testimony of faith, my sister, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Bury with him in likeness of death. Raise to new life in him. This is Ann Hovener here to share her story. Good morning. My name is Ann Hovener. I grew up in a very loving home and have a wonderful relationship with my parents. While my parents did talk to me about God, I did not grow up knowing who Jesus is. In the town where I was raised, I was surrounded by other people who went to church regularly, but I never felt completely welcome in church settings. Even though I always knew about God and felt pulled towards him, my fears and feeling unwelcome pushed me away from church and away from God. As I got older and got married, I learned more about Jesus and went to church regularly with my husband's family. My husband and I moved to Grand Rapids where we started attending Calvary Church. I began to feel comfortable in a church setting and learn more about Jesus. When we moved to Grand Rapids, I took a job that left me feeling exhausted and frustrated majority of the time. I felt as though I had nothing remaining at the end of each day for myself, my husband, or for God. During this time, my husband, Tyler, continuously showed me how a husband should love his wife as Christ loves the church. He was patient, kind, loyal, and forgiving, even when I didn't deserve it. It wasn't until I made the decision to leave this job 
without any backup plan, that I truly placed my faith in the Lord to provide for me. Just like God promises in Hebrews 13.5, he didn't leave me or forsake me, as I found my current job, which I absolutely love, only two weeks after I left my previous position. Now I can say that I truly understand what it means to be a follower of Jesus. I'm no longer passively following him and going through the motions. I am choosing to actively pursue him and run the race. I procrastinated on getting baptized because I was terrified of public speaking and never felt as if I was good enough. However, when I heard someone share their testimony about how they always made excuses not to get baptized, I realized that God was speaking to me through their story. It will never be the right time if I act according to my own timeline and not God's. And I will never be good enough, which is why I always need Jesus. As I look back, I see Jesus by my side through all of it. Even when I felt as though I didn't need him in my life, he was with me. Which is why my favorite verse, and the one that I remind myself of daily, is Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And have you placed your faith and trust in the Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Christ and Christ alone? Yes. Because of your testimony of faith, my sister, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Bury with him in likeness of his death. Raised to new life in him. Finally, we have Danielle Blonda here to share her story. Oops. All right. Good morning. Looking at my 22 years of life so far, it is so clear God has been there the whole time. Growing up, I'm grateful that I was able to hear and learn about God through attending church, Sunday school, Christian youth programs, and vacation Bible school. At home, I had a kid's Bible, and my parents would pray for me and raise me with the truth of the Bible as my worldview. My siblings and I were dedicated when we were young, but I personally didn't know the significance. After that, my family faded out of the church, and I never really knew why. I remember telling people I still went to the church, though we, didn't, though we weren't attending anymore. I don't recall how old I was, but one time my mom was telling me about how she made faith her own, so I decided to ask Christ into my heart because it seemed like something I should do. I believed that being a Christian meant that I would get to go to heaven one day. In high school, I started attending a new church with my family. I came to the youth group sometimes, wasn't invested. During this time, I had heard the gospel message, and I personally grew in my knowledge and, and awareness, but still was living a lukewarm life. I compared myself and was frustrated because I didn't know how to pray and couldn't navigate the Bible. I understood and believed that Jesus died on the cross for the sin of the world and that he has risen, but I didn't recognize what the sin was in my life. I was a Christian by name, but still felt the pressures of going to a public school with peers heavily influenced by culture and society's standards. I had a low self-esteem and was still finding my voice. Despite this, I felt God's pursuit of me. He touched me with music and friendships. However, when I started college after high school, it was a dark time. I faced insecurities, regrets, and lies. I wasn't doing my best in school and developed a habit of procrastination that continued to affect my priorities. At this time, I knew staying connected to faith was important, so I would try to be consistent reading the Bible and doing devotional plans on the Bible app. 
It wasn't until I truly understood the weight of my sin and saw the evil of it that I decided I wanted to follow Jesus fully. There were a few times probably, but at one particular point, I was face down and crying to God. I felt deeply the desperation my soul had. I used to want to be like others. Now I wanted to become who he designed me to be. I wanted to know him, see him, feel him, and hear him. When I surrendered it all, he sent me free. My confidence in who I am in Christ has grown so much because he replaced my lies and insecurities with his truth, assurance in his faithfulness, and incredible joy and peace. I am here today out of obedience. I haven't always thought I needed to, but it was a beautiful to witness so many baptisms the past couple years. After learning more about the significance, God sparked an interest in me and confirmed that with a message at church. Jesus didn't need to get baptized, but he did. And when he did, he was fully submerged in the water. I want to do the same thing, so I'm here because I want to be fully immersed in Jesus. A couple verses that have been meaningful to me are Jeremiah 29, 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And Hebrews 11:1. 1. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Danielle, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? I have. And do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Christ and Christ alone? Yes. Because of your testimony of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. Hi. Um, my name is Maria Brea, and I am 20 years old. I was born and raised in the Dominican Republic, and I grew up in a Christian home, and I went to a Christian school. So I grew up a lot hearing about God and how the Bible is true. But I don't think I really understood what it meant to have a relationship with Christ until later in life. Because I knew God and the Bible were true, I also knew that there was a hell, and I was terrified of it. I would have a lot of nightmares as a kid, and I would always pray, God, don't let me go there. But I would keep living by my, for myself, and that only led me to live superficially. My teen years were full of turmoil. I started to see more of the world and its temptations. I started to struggle in school and in life, and I just didn't know who I was. I fell into many sins and temptations during this time. I rebelled against my parents, and I was just lost. When I was 16, I went to a youth camp for another church. I heard people my age just being on fire for Jesus and talking about how they saw God in their lives in a way that I just, I had never seen him like that before. And, I remember thinking, I want to know God like that. During this time, I also saw God move in the lives of my friends and people around me, especially my friend Joanna. I thank God so much for her. She challenged me, she encouraged me, and she prayed for me. She still does. I, I just felt lost, and seeing other people in my life just truly live, I just really wanted that. So I prayed for Jesus to bring me closer to him so I would really know him. And he did. 
I started to, his, to see his hand in my life and in my struggles, and I finally understood that I was made on purpose and for a purpose, and that he is the one that brings true life. In the last few years, my life has changed so much. I lost a dear friend. I moved to another country. I started college. I have struggled and I have cried, but through everything, he has been so good. He has been so faithful. And I have faith that if he has brought me this far, it's because he has a plan for me. I take a lot of comfort in Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Even as I am so far away from home, he is with me always. Maria, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Christ and Christ alone? Yes. Because of your testimony of faith, my sister, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. Next to share his story is John Sparks. Good morning, Calvary. Our family started attending Calvary three and a half years ago during COVID. I remember witnessing my first baptism at Calvary as we were coming out of COVID. I was moved and thought the baptism was great but I also remember thinking, there is no way I would ever get up here and do that. <laughs> but here I am. I was blessed to grow up in a home with two believing parents. As I grew older, I've come to realize more and more what a, what a, a blessing this is. Uh, my mom brought me to the Lord around the age of six, and I walked closely with the Lord through my youth. In my 20s and 30s, although God was near, I had a tendency to keep him at arm's length in certain areas of my life. At this stage in my life, struggles with singleness and loneliness often overwhelm me, and I turned to things that were not God-honoring to fill those feelings of emptiness. My wife Erica and I were married 10 years ago, and at the time, at, at that time, I became father to my oldest daughter, Abby, who was six then, and my middle daughter, Claire, who was three. Becoming a husband and a father all at once was one of the richest blessings that um, I could ever have, uh, but also one of the deepest challenges. For me, becoming a husband and a father was like a window into my heart, revealing much self-centeredness, um, and I realized that I wasn't as kind or patient or loving as I thought. Eric and I were blessed with our third child, Hazel, three years later, another rich blessing in our lives. I would describe the past 10 years, but particularly the last three at Calvary as a chipping away process. God has gradually been chipping away at my life, removing the dark places that hadn't seen light for some time. Sometimes the chipping is painful and sometimes the chips grow back. Again, only to, to be removed by the Lord. As the master sculptor continues to mold me, I realize I'm very much a work in progress and will be until the day the Lord takes me. 
I'm being baptized today in obedience to God's call on my life. I've been thinking a lot lately about what it means to walk daily with God and wanted to end with this scripture from Galatians 5. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ, Jesus, have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. John, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Christ in Christ alone? Yes. Because of your testimony of faith, my brother, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in the likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. Latasha Van Dyke is going to come share her testimony, her story. Hi, everyone. My daughter passed away February 6, 2000. In 23, my daughter passing was so hard on me and my family. I was lost and sad and confused. I wanted to go to heaven with her that day she passed away, but I had to come to realize she wouldn't have wanted that. My other kids wouldn't have wanted that. I didn't think of how my kids and husband would, would have felt. I had to pray and ask God for strength, and he gave, gave it to me. My prayers saved my life. I'm I am so thankful for God's grace and mercy, which is what is bringing me through. I don't need to grieve anyone that's going to heaven. My baby is free. She is not suffering anymore. God is wrapping his arms around me. Um, I have a Bible verse, Psalm 73:26 say my flesh and my heart may fail but god is the strength of my heart and my portion forever these verses serves as a reminder that our bodies are floatable it is our spiritual connection that lasts forever Tasha, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Christ and Christ alone? Yes. Because of your testimony of faith, my sister, it's my privilege to baptize you okay. in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you stand up. Oh. <laughs> Buried with him in likeness of his death. Raised to new life in him. Next, we have Marcus Van Tyke to share his story. One more. 
morning, everyone. And that was my wife, you that tells me that was so beautiful. <laughs> I was also living in sin, not caring about nothing but that bottle. It took me in a downward spiral. I landed in jail. I wasn't thinking about God or, or my family too much. Hooked to the bottle and hitting rock bottom. It, it took everything away from me. My kids, my wife, and my home. While I was in jail, I, was, I lost myself at that time, but I didn't realize God was there with me the whole time talking to me. He said, it's time to make a change, and he blessed me to come back to my wife and children in my home. But God wasn't done with me. I had to pay the price for my actions, so God made me do a program for my addiction. I had to complete all the way, and I was also on probation for 12 months. During that time, I experienced tragedy of losing my daughter, Alexia, from um, pneumonia. I felt lost and pain inside, but I didn't give up. God was with me. I still didn't drink. I continued my path of recovery and probation. I graduated from the program and got discharged from probation. Now I am officially free, and I'm 500 days clean and sober. I went from a lost, broken soul to having a relationship with God. Psalms 34, 18 says, The Lord is near to the broken heart and says to crushed I am free. I'm not crushed no more. Marcus, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Christ in Christ alone? Yes. Because of your testimony of faith, my brother, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in the likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. Praise God. Let's try and pray together. <laughs> Father God, I thank you. Lord, you're so good. And you're so faithful. And you love your children. Jim preached it a few minutes ago, God. And these four children were obedient step into the water, share their story. And now, God, we're going to see what happens next. Lord, you're going to do a good work. And God, for so many others who have stepped into the water, and Lord, those who are thinking about stepping into the water, I pray, God, that they would be obedient to do the same. Father, you take us out of the pit. God, you raise us, and you have released us from death, God. And we have new life in you. And so I just thank you, Father, for what you're doing, what you're going to do, and how you're going to continue to speak to each one of us, Lord, in a way that our ears are open and our hearts are ready to receive, Lord. So thank you, Father, again, for these stories and for all the stories in this room and online, God, that are listening. Father, let your work and what you're going to continue to do be a blessing. And God, it, it's amazing to be part of it. So thank you, Lord. 
And God, I just pray for the rest of this uh, time together. In Jesus' name, amen.